Waters. Stifling a curse, he swallowed hard and braced his forearms on his thighs, keeping his expression unmoved. Lord and Lady Archer have already been invited to the Blackwoods' ball. Ian saw to that. They are relatives of his. The problem being that we need a female to impersonate Lady Blackwood as the chit is taken ill. We'd prefer it to be a gim. Lucian smiled then, and it was cold. Because Archer would scent a lichen in a moment, and the jig would be up? Or because Gim are the better spies? Gim, otherwise known as ghosts in the machine, were the best spies because they had the ability to leave their bodies and roam in spirit form. A human would never notice them. Not many supernaturals could either. As for Lord Archer, the man was a recluse and stubbornly attached to the human world. He only knew of lichens and would never suspect a gim watched over his bride. Both. Now, will you do it? Jack pulled out an obscene wad of pound notes and laid them on the table, not missing the way Stone's eyes gleamed once more. It's a costume ball, so the replacement needs to resemble Lady Blackwood. Archer has never met them at any rate. Easy work, really. The money disappeared into Stone's big hand to be swiftly pocketed. Ian's a fool to try to part Archer from his bride. The devilish grin returned. Then again, I understand his fervour. You're too young to know it, the lady does bear a shocking resemblance to Una. So I've heard, Jack said in a bored tone. Personally, he agreed with Stone. Ian was being foolish. The way his employer threw himself fully into the pursuit of love and happiness disgusted Jack, if only because he knew the two sentiments to be wholly divergent, despite what the poets claimed. However, He owed Ian his life, his place in the world, so he merely stared down Stone. Besides, he did not like Stone. The man was too pretty and too easily bought. Lucian made a noise of amusement as he rang a small bell at his side. Across from him, Jack quashed the urge to fidget. That scent! It bloody permeated the room, making him hard, making him hungry. Little fangs dropped in his mouth, a sure sign of his baser nature begging for a shift. Into what, he had no idea, nor was it advisable. Nothing like bursting into the form of a werewolf or jungle cat to break up a perfectly civil meeting. Damn. Likely the fragrance belonged to a gim, There were plenty of them aboard this massive barge anchored on the Thames. He could hear the whirring and clicking of at least six clockwork hearts. Lusting after a ghost in the machine did not sit well with Jack. The whole roaming about in spirit business gave him the creeps. Even so, the light tap of feminine heels coming down the hall had his gut tightening in anticipation. Was it she of the delicious scent? The door opened, and in walked a woman. Beautiful creature, with black hair and gleaming blue eyes. Frighteningly, 
she bore a shocking resemblance to Lady Blackwood. But Jack sagged with disappointment. She smelled of roses and cherries. Perfectly lovely, but not what made him want to bite down on soft, smooth skin or sink into hot, tight... Clearing his throat, Jack eyed Stone as another, far more important thought hit him. You knew I'd be coming here. Lucian's teeth flashed in the lamplight as the woman perched next to him on the chair. A bit of advice, Mr. Talent, on the gim. It is useless to try to hide from us. Stone's arm wrapped about the woman, and she gave him an indulgent smile, which he returned as he spoke to Jack. We'll always find out your secrets. I'll keep that in mind, Jack murmured, not amused. Despite Jack's